Welcome, summoners, to another episode of Phaeology, the study of Fire Emblem Heroes. My name is Ilya Alador, and I'll be your Phaeologist today. And we're going to be going over the Hostile Springs units. Uh, they've been out for a little while, and I've just been delaying this to see if they'd have some sort of impact uh, in the game. But I think I think all that aside, um, now's a good time as any to go over them, just because there's still some time yet. And because the next seasonal banner's already out, so... I can't let them start stacking up on me. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, let's get into the episode. So the first unit on the banner I'll be covering is Hostile Springs Ryoma. Hostile Springs Ryoma is a Lance flying unit with 162 BST. That's spread to 40 HP, 35 attack, 36 speed, 28 defense, and 23 resistance. So right off the bat, you can tell 35 attack and 36 speed are both pretty good. 35-36 is a nice offensive stat spread. And with 40 HP... He has a pretty decent HP pool as well. He does have a uh, HP Super Bane and a Resistant Super Boon that are both terrible and you probably don't want. Um, but going on to his base kit, Hostile Springs Rioma starts with a new lance called It's Curtains, which, um, <laughs> great, <laughs> great skill, great, great name I guess for that. It reads, at the start of turn 1, grant special cooldown minus 2. So, it's like the special spiral effect, except it, uh, instead of going after a special, it grants minus 2. It's just at the start of turn 1. So, you'll get your cooldown lowered by 2. Uh, it is, of course, refinable since it comes in a plus variant. He also comes with Luna. Attack, defense, solo. I'm glad that is a thing, so that you don't have to sacrifice a brave, uh, not brave, uh, Winter Ephraim whenever you want to give that to someone. You can just sacrifice Hostile Springs Ryoma, who's arguably much worse. He also comes with Chill Speed and Odd Defense Wave. A couple general tips and builds. GamePress recommends you run him with a Fire Sweep Lance, which uh, is a very good idea. The Fire Sweep build works really well for because of his really good speed pool. Odds are you will be uh, able to double your opponents with the Fire Sweep Lance. So the build is obviously Fire Sweep Lance plus, then Moonbow or Gale Force, depending on which you want. Attack Speed Solo 3 uh, or Heavy Blade. Hit and Run in the B slot or in the Chill Speed. Hone Flyers. Uh, if you plan on running him with a flyer team and heavy blade in the seal slot, if you didn't run it in the A slot. And I assume if you are going to be running heavy blade in the A slot, then you're going to want to run something like speed plus three or darting blow in the seal slot, just because you want to maximize, especially his, his player phase speed, so that you can get the most mileage out of your fire sweep lance. So the reasoning behind this build is the Fire Sweep Lance will make it to where you're, you're only a player phase fighter now. So 
it has its good points and, of course, its drawbacks. So if you are going to uh, optimize this uh, a Fire Sweep build, the key is good attack and good speed. And that's perfect for Ryoma because of his stat spread. Uh, it even says in the preferred IVs for this that you use a plus speed Ryoma because that's the most important. Uh, the way Fire Sweep builds work is uh, odds are you're not going to be doing much fighting or tanking in the enemy phase, and that works pretty well for Ryoma since he isn't meant to be that tanky of a fighter. His defenses aren't that good, even though his HP pool is nice. But he does run uh, attack speed solo instead of his native attack defense solo. Now, it's a little bit difficult to get attack speed solo. You have to sacrifice a legendary Erika for it. But it is, in fact, better than attack defense solo because the two stats that you need to optimize are attack and speed. So, while attack defense solo gets some extra defense, that's really only going to help you in the enemy phase. And uh, hopefully you don't worry about enemy phase too much because with, with luck, you won't have to rely on it, on tanking. With uh, planning and positioning also, but, but luck too. So Moonbow is a nice uh, special to use because with heavy blade and either the ace slot or the seal slot, after one hit, assuming you have more attack than whoever you're fighting, which is not unlikely given how good his attack is, you will be able to proc Moonbow after uh, your first hit. So hit hit the opponent once, and then you'll be able to hit them with your second second attack and have Moonbow proc on them. So, uh, you know, Moonbow, Glimmer, all these one-turn cooldowns, uh, two-turn cooldown skills are... Uh, about the best thing you can hope for with a build like this. This is you can run Gale Force, which is not uh, a bad plan. Uh, Gale Force Fire Sweep builds are pretty handy, and uh, I definitely think this is not a build you should overlook. It also mentions if you want to, you could run Life and Death in the A slot, or Swift Sparrow, because they uh, they function similarly in just how they raise your attack and speed with different variables. Personally, I think Swift Sparrow is uh, about optimal here. If you really wanted to, then you could run Death Blow instead and just bank on his speed being high enough. Uh, but overall, Swift Sparrow really focuses on his player phase potential without giving up his already shaky defense, which is about what you need. You know, Life and Death gives a higher bonus, but... Uh, messing with his defense is too much. I, I wouldn't recommend it, just because, uh, as he is, with his high speed, he could probably handle a round of combat, but if you lower his speed too much, then you won't be able to. Of course, B-slot, hit and run, is a nice way to get, get in and get out of danger. Uh, chill defense and chill speed, both. He comes with chill speed, but just chill defense can help maximize his uh, damage output and make heavy blade more effective. So all three of those are good options. Home flyer doesn't really matter. Uh, you don't want. You definitely don't want odd defense wave on there, just because if you're gonna run this build, his defense really doesn't matter. But sacred seal slot, heavy blade, and quick impulse are what they recommend, and I agree. Uh, a quick impulse with gale force build, you can have it lowered to four. Uh, you can have your special uh, accelerated by one, and then with heavy blade double attacking, you'll be able to get gale force to proc after your single round of combat. So definitely a very mobile 
build here, and uh, it's 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 not too uncommon to see fast flyers use this, but definitely a strong one to have. They also recommend you could run a speed defined slaying lance with gale force and heavy blade and attack speed solo desperation and not defense wave. This definitely uh, you're gonna need to try and increase your survivability, so that's why odd defense wave is still there. Also, the refined slaying edge will grant HP plus 5, so help with the bulk. Attack speed solo and desperation are for maximizing your speed and uh, just your, your offensive potential. Heavy blade, once again, serves the same function here as it did before, as does gale force and moonbow. His last recommended build is its curtains, Refined to defense. This is a very tanky build because it also comes with sturdy impact and chill defense and even attack wave. So this is focusing less on speed and more on attack and defense. That is lowering your enemy defense and raising your own attack. So uh, this also has bonfire and quicken pulse. So you should be able to uh, initiate against your opponent, take one retaliate uh, retaliation hit, and then be able to fire off a bonfire attack on them. Now his bonfire works pretty well, even though his defense isn't that good. A neutral uh, defense, Ryoma has 28 defense, but factor in the plus four from his refined its curtains, and uh, you can add some significant damage with bonfire. It's definitely worth uh, worth building if you don't want the higher investment builds like the the fire sweep and the slaying edge. Uh, also not to overlook, he has really good mobility as a flying unit. Uh, of course, this does make him weak to bows, but just keep him away from, from bow users. Bow users aren't necessarily the strongest in the game, but uh, still keep it in mind. Overall, I think he's a very strong hero. Probably not going to be top tier, but as far as flyers go, he's alright. Uh... Of course, there's some of his drawbacks. He's hard to get a hold of, he's limited, and he's 5-star exclusive, uh, as all limited seasonal units are. So, pretty uh, pretty okay, I think. Uh, I think he's a little underrated in the, the current metagame. That's just because he makes such good attack-defense fodder. So, uh, overall, I give him a 3.75 out of 5. I'm changing my, my rating system a little bit just to make up for the... There's just so many units in the game now. I, I think overall, he's a, a 3.75 out of 5 to 4, but not above a 4-star hero. Uh, four, 4 out of 5 hero, I mean. He's alright, but like I said, he does have his drawbacks of being uh, really weak to both physical and magical attacks and bows and axes and just a lot of things can counter him pretty hard. So if you build him right, he can have some really disgusting player phase potential, but uh, I think there are better out there. Obviously, we have units like Cordelia, who are both in the four-star and three-star pools, and uh, have have this the same functionality and, and do it better. Next, I'm reviewing the Tempest Trial reward unit, Hostile Springs Camilla. She is a flying dagger unit with 151 BST, that is spread to 38 HP, 33 attack, 35 speed, 17 defense, and 28 resistance. 
Her base kit, she comes with a dagger called Ouch Pouch, and it uh, have a, has a plus variant, so you can refine it. And it functions the same way that Realmus Weapon does. It grants special cooldown minus two on start turn one, and it has the usual dagger text of uh, debuffing defense resistance minus seven to to target within targets within two spaces of your foe. If that made any sense, she also comes with glimmer, hone flyers, and attack speed two. And if you're wondering why I read that C slot first and not A slot first, I did it backwards, it is because, as the way it is on Game Press, which is interesting to me. I hope I wonder if they'll fix that eventually. Just looking at it, uh, interesting dagger uh, use right off the bat. Start turn one, she'll have Glimmer ready. So, decent combination. Hone Flyers is not the most uh, easy to get of skills. And uh, Attack Speed 2 is a really nice skill for healers, so she does have some decent fodder. Uh, unfortunately, you'll have to get her to 5 star to use the Attack Speed 2. Hone Flyers on her is at 4 star. So, just going into some of her strengths and weaknesses. Uh, She's not as good as air, and she doesn't get IVs, so you can't exactly min-max her potential. And uh, in addition, she being a flyer means she's weak to bows, and her physical bulk is terrible. However, uh, she she makes some really good fodder, so, so that's the reason to, to, to get her with your grails or to go for her in last Tempest Trials. And her offensive spread isn't too bad. It's not as good as uh, Ryoma's was last turn, but definitely workable. So, going into the Game Press recommended build, uh, Game Press recommends a Speed Refined Ouch Pouch Plus. And just saying that, I feel ridiculous, but let's continue. They also recommend having Moonbow on her, on her kit for that instant one-turn cooldown. Uh, instant instant proccing from Ouch Pouch. Fury 4, if you can manage to get it. Fury 3, if not. Wind Sweep or Water Sweep in the B slot, depending on whether you want her to fight uh, dragons or, or mages, or you want her to fight melee units. Then she comes with Attack and Speed Ploy in the C and S slot. So, I like the Attack, Speed, uh, or Defensive Ploys in the C and seal slot because her resistance of 28 means she probably will be able to use that on some people uh, more with with Fury 4 or Fury 3 it'll raise it up into the 30s so there's some potential there wind and water sleep it really comes down to who you fight more often uh, who you need her to go against I would say arguably water sweep is easier to come by uh, because it is available on Soren he's in the four star pool. And uh, odds are, since she does uh, melee damage, uh, if you're going to have her against magical units, then they, she'll probably have a bit better damage output just because they uh, mages tend to have lower defense as opposed to resistance. So I'd say Water Sweep is solid. Uh, of course, Wind Sweep too, if you tend to deal with a lot of distant counter units in like Aether Raids or the Arena. Fury 4 is really expensive, and you have to get, take out a really good guy to get it. So Fury 3, I'd say, is probably worth more since since Camilla is not worth all that investment. You could also run Luna or something like Blazing Thunder if you wanted, just because she does run those pretty well with, with her high attack stat. She can make good use of the 
lowering of enemies' defense resistance, and the additional hit that Blazing Thunder provides. All the other Blazing skills uh, function similarly, so if you wanted to use any of the other ones, it's, it's about the same thing. Going on to her other build I recommend, it's an Attack Refined Ouch Pouch with Luna or Blazing Thunder. Also Death Blow 4 or Death Blow 3 if you don't want to go all that high investment. Chill Defense 3, even Attack Wave or Odd Attack Wave. Uh, and Quicken Pulse. So this is going for a more of a nuke build as opposed to last one. Obviously the uh, addition to attack from the attacker fine ash pouch. Luna to lower enemy defense or Blazing Thunder to get that extra hit in. Death Blow. Strong player phase. Definitely going to go for a one shot there. Chill defense is a good way to lower the defense of the person who it'll matter most on. Uh, the attack wave. Good way to make sure that your attack is uh, boosted no matter where you're at. It depends on which phase. You can probably play around with it and get either one to work well for you. And if you run Quick Impulse on this kit, then you'll be able to instantly fire off Luna. So you get a really strong one hit. Possibly even uh, able to one shot. I would doubt it. Uh, but there is potential there. I, overall, I give Camilla a 3.75 out of 5, just like Ryoma. I think she has a lot more weaknesses than him, but she's easier to get since um, you're not only going to be able to get her on uh, the current Hostile Springs banner and then maybe a legendary banner in a few months. You can you can always get her with the Heroic Grails once they add her to the list. And I think she has a few of her own strengths that... Uh, make her a, a decent hero if you wanted to build her, but overall not not more than a 3.75 out of 5 hero. The next hero I'm reviewing is Hostile Springs Elise. So she is a cavalry red dagger unit with 144 BST. That is spread to 34 HP, 33 attack, 37 speed, 18 defense, and 22 resistance. So obviously... Her defenses are terrible, and her attack spread is pretty good. Going over uh, her stats a little bit more in depth, she has a super boon in HP. So, <clears throat> if you uh, get that, I guess uh, it's not really that useful, mostly because her defenses aren't good at all. So, definitely go for an attack or speed boon if you can help it. If not, then uh, at least uh, an HP boon will, will be super boon. Uh, the skill she comes with, she comes with a, a, a red da a dagger called Red Hot Ducks, which is still weird to say. It has the same effect as like the Vassal's Blade did, where if you have speed that's greater than your opponent's speed, you deal damage equal to 70% of the difference between the stats with a maximum bonus of plus 7, meaning uh, you have 10 more than them. Which is nice because she has really good speed. And of course, after combat, effects of minus 7 to defense and resistance to foe and adjacent ally and uh, nearby allies. That whole, that whole thing. <clears throat> uh, in addition, since it's a weapon that has a plus on it, it can be refined. She also comes with Rally Up Attack Plus, Swift Sparrow 2, Attack Feint 3. Three and Dagger Valor. So, Dagger Valor not that good. Uh, though Attack Faint and Swiss Sparrow are both pretty nice, and Rally Up Attack is a great 
support skill. Uh, pretty interesting dagger too, I'll admit. It only has 12 might, but you can find it to get one extra point if you really wanted. Uh, it's not really worth it, but you still get the, the bump in, in 2 HP from it as well. So you can get 2 HP and, and 1 attack. It's, it's not a very good weapon as far as refinements go, but it can have its use. <clears throat> so Game Press has a... Uh, support build and an offensive build. So first of all, the recommended build is the offensive build. It's a speed refined red hot ducks uh, or a barb shuriken plus speed if you wanted. Also, come uh, moonbow and glimmer. For, I assume for the two cooldown effect that they both have. Then swift sparrow two or attack speed solo if you can manage it in the A slot. Desperation in the B slot, even Speed Wave 3 or Hone Cavalry if you want to put on an emblem team, and Heavy Blade in the Seal slot. So this build is designed to increase overall damage output by having a higher gap in speed between you and your foes to get that nice plus 7 damage per attack. In addition, uh, if you're at under 50% HP and you're faster than your opponent, which you almost certainly will be, then Desperation will kick in, and your Heavy Blade effect, hopefully you're stronger than your opponent. Uh, you can get that nice uh, two attacks in a row. One of them, the second one, even being a uh, attack, uh, a Moonbow or a Glimmer proc, if you're running Moonbow or Glimmer. So, pretty nice. Uh, obviously, you can see its strength there. Next, uh, the support builds, the Smoke Dagger. Once again, Speed Refined. Or her, just her base dagger if you wanted. Uh, then Rally Up Attack. I think it's best to keep on here. Then Moonbow. Then Swift Sparrow. Wind or Water Sweep uh, to avoid enemy retaliation. Then Hone Cavalry or Drive Speed 2 if you're not going to have her on an emblem team. And then Drive Attack 2 in the seal slot. So this build focuses on uh, keeping your allies nice and buffed up with the Hone Cavalry or Drive Speed and Attack while keeping her uh, able to keep her, her basic offensive potential with the Wind and Water Sweep and the Swift Sparrow and Moonbow. Of course, Rally Up Attack Plus is a really strong support skill to have, and Smoke Dagger is a nice way to debuff the enemies uh, and, and make it easier for your team to get those kills. So she's pretty good offensive stats, like I said, and she has good mobility and is ranged, so she has... Really good uh, area of coverage as far as her attacks can go. And she can get the cavalry buffs. She can give them and receive them. Uh, unfortunately, she has terrible attacks. Colored daggers, I think, uh, we've established firmly on Phaeology. They are basically just asking for a weakness to a color. They're not very good. Colorless are about the best you could hope for. And she is weak to the occasional cavalry slaying uh, item you'll find. Or... The, the cavalry towers in the arena, they are not uncommon to find. I find I've run into those quite often. So uh, with her bad poor defenses, you're going to want to keep her from getting attacked too much. So if you're going to go for an offensive build, make sure you're careful. You have someone who can heal her up. If you want to go for a more of a support build, that's perfectly all right. Overall, I think Hospital Springs, Elise, uh, just like I said with Rioma and Camilla, I think she's a 3.75 out of 5 hero. Uh, because just like Camilla, 
She has some weaknesses that she shares with all of them, but she has uh, some individual ones as well, and some individual strengths. Red Hot Ducks is a pretty good weapon, I think. Uh, even though the refinements aren't that good, the effect itself is nice. And, uh, yeah, it being red is not ideal, because that, that just gives her a weakness to blue units. But you can't win them all. They had to balance her somehow, so they gave her a colored dagger to make her just a little bit worse. So that that's my verdict on her. She's a... Uh, a 3.75 out of 5 hero, just like Camilla, and just like Riola. Next on the list, there is Hostile Springs Hinoka. She is a flying green dagger unit with 150 BST. That's spread to 38 HP, 35 attack, 35 speed, 16 defense, and 26 resistance. So, once again, good offensive spread, poor defensive spread. Um, she also comes with a Super Bane to her HP, and her defense as well, and a Super Boon to her resistance. So you're gonna not take, well, you're not gonna want to take a Super Bane, because that'll knock her out of the 150 BST pool, unless you get a plus resistance version of her, which isn't the end of the world, but overall, of course, attack and speed are the best things you can get on her. She comes with uh, a dagger called Splashy Bucket, which is uh, effective against dragon foes, and it disables foe skills that are calculate damage using the lower of foe's defense resistance, and calculates damage from staff like other weapons. So this basically it cancels out the effects of dragon breath adaptive damage and wrathful staff. So. Good, good combination to have. She also gives the ordinary minus seven to defense and resistance. It uh, being splashy bucket, not just splashy bucket, but splashy bucket plus. You can refine it, but just like with the last one, the refinements are pretty lackluster. They're they're just minor stat bumps. She also comes with drawback and attack speed bond in the A slot, attack speed link in the B slot, and air orders. Three in the in the C slot. So pretty interesting skill. What it does, uh, air orders does, is at the start of turn it grants the following status to adjacent flying allies for one turn. Unit can move to a space adjacent to any ally within two spaces. So this kind of gives it's like a it's like a hone flyers. It's like it's like a fortify effect or, or hone effect, except instead of giving a stat bump it gives you uh, flyer formation. So, interesting movement effect, but uh, uh, we have yet to see how often it'll be utilized in the game. Uh, like her basic strengths and weaknesses, she has really good offensive spread, and she can get uh, flyer buffs from allies, which are both nice. Unfortunately, her defenses are terrible, and she can get uh, really easily checked by bow users, so that's unfortunate. Moving on to her builds, she uh, her recommended build is actually Ouch Pouch Plus, so you're going to want to sacrifice a Flying Camilla for this. Uh, an attacker find Ouch Pouch Plus with Draconic Aura or Glimmer. Life and Death 3 or Fury if you don't have uh, Soth. Chill, Defense 3, or Vantage, whichever you prefer, and Hone Flyer is a defense tactic, depending on whether or not you're running her on an emblem team or a mixed team, and Quickened Pulse.
So this is trying to utilize that uh, one turn hit, that, 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 that first attack advantage by lowering enemy defense with the chill defense, raising your own stats through life and death. And the uh, Draconic Aura is a three turn cooldown, which is brought down to one by Ouch Pouch Plus, and then brought down to ready to fire off by Quickened Pulse. So this is kind of your, your one shot wonder kind of build. If you if you think you can get a kill off of that first hit, this is a really good build. Uh, alternatively, you could try and worry, maybe get Glimmer instead of Draconic Aura if you're going to try and keep her fighting after that first hit. Uh, her budget build is more geared towards fighting dragons, so it's a uh, speed-defined splashy bucket with Glimmer or Iceberg because she does have some decent resistance. Fury, 3. Desperation or Vantage, Hone Flyers, and Brazen Attack Resistance. So this is kind of this is a really budget option. Splashy Bucket plus and Speed, obvious choices. Glimmer and Iceberg, uh, she she fits those pretty well. She uses them. Fury, uh, all around just stat increase. And Desperation is more for just trying to get off the hits against the dragons before they can retaliate. Uh, she doesn't have to worry about adaptive damage, though, so buffing her resistance, the Brazen Attack resistance, is a really safe option. Overall, really the only waste here is that Fury also increases defense, which she's never really... She won't really be using if she's fighting dragons, but overall she'll be fighting other non-dragons no matter what. So pretty pretty good build, I think. Nice budget option. <clears throat> overall, uh, I think she does have uh, less issues than the other people I've gone over so far. I think her, her stat spread's really nice, just that 35-35, and comboing that with the range, I think that's about... That's about the best you could hope for. I think her personal weapon's really good, just because it negates adaptive damage and wrathful staff damage. Also, dragon effectiveness is not something to take lightly. She's going to really put the hurt down on blue dragons. So if you are uh, currently don't have, say, a, a Deirdre or a Julia, and you don't have that Nagatome against blue dragons, then this is a pretty good one to use. And of course, if you get her with attack plus or speed plus, then you'll be able to, to make full advantage of her potential. I think she's definitely a 4 out of 5 hero. I think, whereas with, with Ryoma, I had some, maybe it could be 4 out of 5, not 3.75, but I think I think, I think uh, Hinoka is definitely a 4 out of 5 hero. If you can put her on a uh, emblem team, an emblem team with... Uh, some some hone and goad flyers, then you're, you'll be definitely be doing some major damage with, with Hinoka. The last unit I'm covering is uh, arguably the best unit, and that is because she has a staff, and that instantly makes you broken in, in heroes. Hostile Springs Sakura is a flying healer with 150 BST that spread to 36 HP, 35 attack, 32 speed, 26 defense, and 21 resistance. So she's not very sturdy, decent offensive spread, just like everyone else in this banner. She has a super bane in defense and a super boon in HP. Uh, neither of those are really going to affect how good she is. I mean, she's, she's so flimsy that it won't really matter. 
Uh, I, I think plus B is probably the best boost you can give her just because uh, being able to commit, do follow-up attacks on your opponents as a healer is, is the strongest thing you can get. So uh, plus attack is also good just because it helps her healing. She actually makes a better support unit. Her new weapon is called Grand Scratcher Plus. It gives, uh, at the start of turn one, grant special cooldown count minus. That's right, you called it. One. Ha, it's not to her. It's to the ally with the highest attack. So uh, that is useful. However, it also has the, the effect that it, special text. If that ally with the highest attack happens to not have a special, then the skill will do nothing. So make sure your highest attack ally has a special. Otherwise, this will be useless to them. You can, of course, refine it with the usual dazzling and wrathful effects. Uh, she comes with Wrathful Staff in the A slot, though, so you're going to want to go with Dazzling. She also has Physic Plus, which is a nice ranged healing. I'd recommend you swap that out for a different healing, just because Physic is not that good. Uh, she also comes with Fire Flood Balm Plus, a 300 SP special. So that grants Attack and Resistance Plus 6 to all allies for one turn when you heal an ally. She also comes with Speed Opening 3, which grants Speed Plus 6 to the ally with the highest speed for one turn at the start of every turn. So that's good. Uh, I believe uh, Winter Erica had Attack Opening. So this is the, the next form of that skill. Going to her recommended builds, the recommended overall build is the Dazzling Pain Plus. Uh, very solid choice. Pain Plus is a super strong staff. Recover plus Fire Flood Balm because it is pretty good. Attack Speed Bond 3 or just Speed Plus 3. Wrathful Staff in the B slot. Savage Blow in the C slot if you really want to focus on getting that damage in with the Pain Plus combination. Or Speed Opening 3 if you want to focus on support that way. And Guidance. It's a pretty strong build, I think, because you can go for a lot of passive damage. Pain Plus and Savage Blow you'll really be putting the hurt on not only your opponent because of the Wrathful Staff and uh, the attack speed bond you're hopefully taking advantage of, but also because uh, just the area damage you'll have post-combat will uh, be, be a really good boost to have and definitely cripple the enemy team. And Fire Flood Bomb's good. Recover Plus is just a good healing skill. That's, that's all pretty self-explanatory. Also, Guidance in the skill slot just because you can. She's a flying unit, so you may as well take advantage of the mobility that can give to your team. You could also run Savage Blow here if you really want to focus on that extra damage, but uh, Guidance works just as well, too, depending on which, which one you have available to you. If you really want uh, something else, then Dazzling Gravity Plus, other than uh, Dazzling Pain Plus, another good option. Just like the last build, Recover plus Fire Flood Balm. I like how in the A slot, they use Attack Speed plus 2. I like that. That's because I always use that for my recommended builds on healers. If you ask me, I think Attack Speed 2 is one of the best skills you can have in their A slot. Because it just it just works so well. Also, Wings of Mercy 3, so she can uh, warp to Injured Allies. Guidance 3, so allies can warp to her. And drive attack too, so she can give them that nice attack support. Uh, also, gravity plus is a really nice one for support because it really hinders enemy movement. 
Uh, you'll notice neither of these builds use the Grand Scratcher, and that's because it's not that exciting. Um, overall, it's just not an effect that's really going to turn that many heads. So uh, whether you want the Dazzling Gravity or the Dazzling Pain, that's up to you. They both work pretty well. I think those are about the best two stabs in the game. And uh, whichever one you prefer is good. Overall, I think uh, Hostile Sakura is a 4.25 to 4.5 out of 5 hero. Obviously, being a healer, that's kind of cheating a little bit, just because all healers are good, but especially her with her extra mobility and her, her nice stat spread, her good attack and speed. She has some of the highest attack of any healer, mind you. So definitely not a pushover. I think 4.5 or 4.25 out of 5 uh, is about where she belongs. So I think she's the best unit on this banner. Then, then Hinoka, and then Elise, and, and Ryoma, and Camilla, they're all around there. Mostly, I think, for their foddering abilities. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to reach out to the show, you can do so at our subreddit at uh, r slash phaeology or at uh, phaeology at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach out to me personally, the anchor, you can do that at ilialador at gmail.com or through Discord at Ilialador hashtag 1130. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so uh, through Anchor at anchor.fm slash biology. Uh, you can do listener support through there. Uh, thank you again so much for listening. Hope you uh, had a good time, and happy summoning. Make sure to schedule another appointment with your biologists real soon.